Hello, this is BB Daklak, convener of Burning Bush Ministry, and today we are doing the fourth part of the series, What is the Unpardonable Sin? We've said basically that the Christian cannot commit the unpardonable sin, which is blaspheming the Holy Spirit and denying Christ because the Christian has been washed and has come to accept the Lordship of Jesus, who have called him our Savior, proclaimed him over our lives, and therefore we cannot commit the unpardonable sin. We cannot reject Jesus because we've already come to accept him as Lord and the Holy Spirit has been poured into our hearts as a guarantee of our inheritance. Now, today we're going to face a few questions and attempt to answer them. Um, but first of all, I'm going to do some reading from from book of Acts. You know, the Bible says something in... Paul went to Antioch in Pisidia and while, while he was preaching in, in the synagogue there, he said something in Acts chapter 10. From verse 38 to verse 39 he said therefore let it be known to you brethren that through this man is preached to you the forgiveness of sins and by him everyone who believes is justified from all things from which you could not be justified by the law of moses in acts chapter 10 peter was preaching at the household of cornelius and he made a statement the bible says that he was preaching to them and at a point you know where he said how god anointed jesus of nazareth with the holy spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil for god was with him now that was that was 38 right but now it comes to verses verse uh, 43 and he said to him that's jesus all the prophets testify all the prophets witness that through his name whoever believes in him will receive remission of sins while peter was still speaking these words the holy spirit fell upon all those who heard the word now apparently it's a while peter was proclaiming that whoever will believe in jesus will receive forgiveness of sins that immediately we saw that the holy spirit fell and that's to tell you something that when jesus is preached in line with forgiveness of sins the holy spirit responds to it that's the message that the Holy Spirit responds to. When we tell Christians that they can, that they can, you know, commit the unpardonable sin and uh, insult the Holy Spirit, you know, and reject Jesus, it makes no sense because the only message the Holy Spirit responds to is the message that glorifies Jesus by preaching that His death has bought us forgiveness of sins. And Jesus Himself said that much in Luke chapter twenty-four. You see in verses forty-six to forty-seven, He said, "Thus it is written." And thus it was necessary for the Christ to suffer and to arise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem, and you are witnesses of these things. So Jesus himself told us that we should go out and proclaim in your name forgiveness of sins. Now I've given you three witnesses. I've given you a witness from Jesus, I've given you from Peter, and I've given you from Paul. I want to give you a witness from the from the apostle john himself now first john we have we've read where he said um if we confess our sins he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness now when you want to get born again you you admit lord i'm a lord i'm a sinner you know and you, when you admit that you are a sinner like that you have confessed your sins and god immediately gives you the forgiveness you receive this forgiveness into your heart and once you do that you are welcome to god's family and then in john in first john chapter 2 he says in verses 1 and 2 he says my little children these things i write to you that you may not sin and if anyone sins we have an advocate with the father jesus christ the righteous and he himself is the propitiation for our sins that is the propitiation the uh the appeasement for our sins and not only for our sin but also for the sins of the whole world now i'll take it further to verse 12 you see he says i write to you 
little children because your sins are forgiven you for his name's sake no it couldn't get any clearer because you need to know that your sins are forgiven that's the message that jesus christ wants us to proclaim to the world and to the church today the biggest problem we have in the church today is that people keep going to god to forgive their sins that is an insult to the holy spirit already now thankfully the blood has been shed so even if even if we we think that way we can always renew our minds and see that there is no more any sacrifice for sins we cannot expect see if you expect god to punish you for your sins it means that you are saying that the sacrifice that you just made the payment you made for your sins was not enough but thank god that the payment that you just made was good enough for us and again you know in first john chapter 5 there's this thing we see about and bible says if anyone sees a brother sin a sin which does not lead to death, he will ask and he will give him life for the one who commits sin leading to death, who commits sin not leading to death, and there is sin leading to death, and I don't ask that you should pray for that one. Now, John is saying that a brother can only commit a sin not leading to death. Death means, in the Bible says that those who believe in Jesus Christ will not perish, but have eternal life. Now see, when you believe in Jesus Christ, you'll be given life, you've passed from death to life. So, your sins can no longer lead to death, which means there's no sin you commit that is unpardonable when you are in Christ. So, the unpardonable sin can only be committed by those who are not in Christ. That is the sin that leads to death. And John says, you cannot pray for that one because you cannot pray someone into in, into heaven they have to accept Jesus for themselves they cannot go come to heaven on the base of your prayers alone they must they must accept the lordship of Jesus and claim his sacrifice for themselves now we have to also seal this the Bible says that this is the secret to victory over the devil the Bible says that um, Jesus Christ took the handwriting of ordinances that's Colossians chapter 2 you see from verse 13 to 15 it says the handwriting of ordinances that are against us the law you know God wrote the law with, with his hand and the Bible says with his finger and the Bible says that this handwriting of ordinances have been blotted out on the cross and Jesus Christ nailed he his he, he destroyed he paralyzed he disarmed principalities and powers and made a public spectacle of them so the devil's armory against the christian is a law um thou shalt not thou shalt not. he he tells you what you have failed to do and even the things that you have done he tells you that you you're not doing well enough now the devil always makes you feel you're not good enough and he's the one who tries to propagate the message he tries to propagate the message of the unpardonable sin to the christian to tell you that you have something you're doing that god cannot forgive you for but that's a big lie because god has forgiven all your, all your sins the bible says we have redemption through his blood that's um, in Ephesians chapter 1 he says we have we have our uh, redemption through his blood the forgiveness of sins there is no sin you can commit that the blood of jesus christ had not atoned for now again let me st- stress this for the purpose of emphasis the christian cannot commit the unpardonable sin you see you you deserve god's free favors because jesus qualified you and you accepted him as your sin offering and you know one of the things we must see is when we talk about sin and the Christian, um, we must receive God's gifts freely. You know, God, when you try to combine the law with grace, God's law, when Israel presumed upon their ability to do God's law, they told Israel, all that God commands us, we, we will do, we can do. It was a boast they made and then immediately God placed a distance between them and him and said, not even a beast should touch the mountain else to be killed. But in the New Testament, the Holy Spirit came and fell upon us, and today we become the temple of God. So while the, the law separates man from God, grace brings man to God. And we must know this: it's when Jesus is talking about being hot, being hot or cold. He's telling you the, there's this coldness, this distance that the law brings between us and God. 
but in the era of grace the holy spirit comes into us and makes us to become one with jesus the bible says that he who is joined to christ is one spirit with him and if you are born again today you are one spirit with jesus christ again which we keep asking so how do we please god how do we make sure that we don't commit the unpardonable sin so we have said you cannot commit the unpardonable sin the only work that god requires of you is to believe in jesus you don't need to start doing things to try to appease god or convince him to help you god is pleased with you he is able to help you he's the bible says that jesus christ is able to to save to the uttermost those who are coming to god through him and the extent to which we lean on the work of jesus on the cross is the extent to which we enjoy the effect of the faith of sonship the bible says that we are crucified with christ and because we are crucified with him we are sons of god now being sons of god we we know for sure that god is on our side and now i want to make one more point before i leave here the bible says something it says that we have not received we have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear but the spirit of adoption of sonship by which we cry out abba that's daddy abba father so we call god abba father and the spirit himself bears witness with our spirits that we are children of god and if children then heirs heirs of god and joint heirs and joint heirs with christ if indeed we suffer with him now you see that's on romans 8 from verse 14 to verse 17 so you are an heir of god god regards you as his beloved child you cannot commit the unpardonable sin because you are irreversibly irredeemably loved by god praise the lord Hallelujah.